0: Well, hello, hello, good day, and welcome to It Never Happened on this Sunday, June 28th. Can you believe that we are at the end of the month? I'm just like, wow, June is gone, and we're getting ready to roll into July, and we're still in this pandemic, we're, it's getting worse, and a lot of things are starting to shut back down, Florida's shut down, Georgia's being on the verge of being set to be shut back down, and we're all just crying out for, for help, and and worried and concerned and trying to figure it all out. But we're here on It Never Happened and it's still up to me to, to do my job and to give the word to you and to help someone out there because that's what I feel like I've been tasked by God to do. Um, and it's amazing to be able to do this. Um, it's a passion for me. And as you know, we're in season two of It Never Happened, ready to party but not to clean up. And today's topic is forgot me to love you. And I find that to be a very interesting topic because it actually hit home for me because for all these years, I've been going through so much and I'm hoping that you guys could kind of resonate with me. You know, um, it's it took me 45 years to figure out that I have totally forgotten me. Each and every relationship that I've jumped into. I don't know if any of you out there ever felt like that. If you ever felt like, okay, so I want to make somebody happy. I want to be there for this person. I want to be so great and wonderful. And I want to show nothing but love and passion for this person. I want to be everything, everything for them to make this relationship work. Whether it's with your family or the your mate or whomever it may be. It's a time where you just feel like. You want to give your all and you want to be that person. And then there's that time that you start feeling like it's never enough. You're doing too much and you start to lose yourself in the midst of trying to make someone else happy. Trying to be that perfect person, but no one is perfect. We are not perfect. We're not meant to be perfect, but in the eyes of God. But he even knows that we're not you know, that's why he died on the cross for us, for our sins. And it's just to the point where you just wonder, like, how can I fix this? You're, there's times that I find myself even begging somebody, which I shouldn't have to do, of what did I do wrong? and How can I love you better? Or what could, you know, how can I fix this? But then the realization 45 years later is it was never really me. I needed to love myself first. I need to fix me first. I need to know who I am, what I want for myself before I can help anyone else. Before I can be that person for anyone else, I got to be the person for me. I don't know how many of you guys out there feeling this. I don't know how many of you have been through this, but I hope that that someone, I hear this for someone out there that you might be going through this right now, but know and understand that it is not you. It is not you. You have to understand that. And then the only person that you can fix is yourself. The only person you can control is yourself. The only person that you need to figure out first who to love so you can love somebody else is yourself. And it's a must. It's a must. We have to keep pushing forward through all our trials, errors, and tribulations. Everything is not going to go right. Everything is not going to be perfect. So we have to keep pushing and then we find ourselves when we get to that point, we find ourselves mad and angry at the other person. And that's not where we're supposed to be either because we actually did it to ourselves. We accepted the behaviors. We accepted the, the treatment of someone else in a negative way. You have to be able to say no. And a good friend of mine, I call her, like my sister, she told me it's okay to say no. Darlene, you're so kind. I was told so many times, like, why are you so passive? You're just too passive. I love you. It's the sweetest thing ever, but you're just too passive. And at that time, I didn't understand what that meant. I I didn't have a clue. I was like, I don't understand. You know, it's really hard. And you try to figure these things out. And then it gets to the point, like I said, that you start getting angry at everybody else. I'm starting to dislike you. I'm starting to hate you. And and that's not who I am. That's not within my character. But I'm angry because I'm not understanding where this is going. I'm not understanding why you're treating me this way. I'm not understanding why I'm not getting the love that I am giving out. And now I'm angry. Why? because I forgot who I was in the midst of all the chaos in the midst of everything I forgot who I was you need to know who you are out there know what you want for yourself write a list make it plain and simple of what you want figure it out check each box off as you accomplish it And and please know that I am doing these things myself as well. You have to humble yourself and open your eyes to what is right in front of you. If not, we're going to miss things. Things are going to pass us by. We're missing the joy that we should be having because we're so busy following behind somebody else and trying to figure out what you're doing, how you're doing it. Why are you moving like that? How can you know Did that make you happy? Did I cook this dinner right? did do you need something and then all the while we're becoming depressed angry bitter we don't even realize it until we explode and there's no time for that there's no time to be out there exploding on people because we don't understand ourselves it's a reality check like yo girl get yourself together and I'm telling you get yourself together that's what I'm here for. I have to, it's a, it's a transparent reality. Um, I remember, um, I don't think I've told y'all, but I've been married. This is my third marriage. Third child, third child, third marriage. Yes. I've been married three times. And, um, I'm thinking episode, my first episode, um, season episode one, I was episode two. Actually, I was talking with my mom and she said something to me that I didn't get to address in the episode. She said, I've always felt like you're looking for something and you're still looking for it. And I kind of had this look, you guys couldn't see me because obviously this is, you know, podcast radio, so you don't, can't see my face, but it really bothered me. And I looked at her like, what? But then my girlfriend, the counselor, Nicole stepped in and said a couple of things and I never got to go back and address that. But I actually, y'all was kind of angry Because a lot of my life going up through the teenage years, I realized that I also gave up a lot of myself trying to please and be that perfect child for my parents. And I was not. And I was actually wrecking myself trying to be that. And on the other hand, I was being sneaky doing other things, just trying to make sure that in their eyes I stayed perfect, but I was still going out doing my dirt. You know, that was crazy. And then when things really got bad and at 16, I got pregnant and I was so in love. And this, this young man loved me the same. He wanted to marry me. As soon as he found out I was pregnant, it was like, yo, let's get married. Let's do this. I love you. You love me. Let's make this work. And, um, we had this bright idea to run off and we were going to get married and, We trusted his mom. We called and told her where we was. She told my parents and everybody showed up at the hotel because we was going to get married the next day. But we knew we needed our time to ourselves to really sit down and plan this out and talk about it. But we never got to do that because our parents interrupted. They showed up. It was, you're going to do this. You're going to be that. You're going to do this and that because you have a life ahead of you. This ain't going to work. And Derek, you need to work and you need to do this and that. And it was a lot. And at the age of 16, you're like, uh, I got to follow the rules. So that's what happened. I think I was just about to turn 17, but I wasn't quite there yet because then they couldn't have forced me to have an abortion. But we did. He and I broke up. We broke apart. And I gave so much of myself. I was like, like I said, even though it was a young age, I know that I still could have had a voice, but I had no voice because I wanted to follow the rules. And I was trying to be that loving, perfect child. And I was losing myself in the process because that was another trigger trauma to myself every time, every time. And I. I who knows? The only thing I could say is that probably was one of the many things That plagued my mind and made it hard for relationships going forward. You got to understand each and every event in your life that is traumatizing, that messes with your thought and the way that you process a situation. If you don't understand it, if you don't figure out, know that it will come back. It will come back and affect you somewhere in your life. If you don't receive, receive help, you have to receive help. Help is important as much as a lot of us, a lot of us don't like to go seek counseling. It is very important and I realize that now because I feel like my life would be in a whole different place if I received help at a younger age. So for many of you that are maybe due to this podcast, um, at the age of six, I was sexually assaulted by a person who was supposed to love me, who was supposed to be like an uncle to me and that's where the birth of It Never Happened came from because I wrote a short film talking about that because it was coming to me in my dreams after my father died so I guess the trigger of my father passing and then everything that he went through um, because he admitted to me before he passed that he was also sexually assaulted by a family relative and I think that It was hurting him. It was because I was the only one he told and he mentioned it several times before he passed because he could relate with myself in my incident when I told him and he could relate with my daughter because she was also assaulted in her freshman year of college. And I think that it really bothered him that it happened to us and it happened to him And it felt like a generational curse to him. Like, why is this happening? We haven't fixed it. We didn't speak up. But I'm speaking up. I chose to speak up, not only to relieve the pressure off me, but in in prayer that it would help somebody else um, understand that we have to speak up. We can't keep taking these hits and letting people abuse us and... And, and do what they want to do to us and get away with it. Because what I found is that because we did not ad- address it, that it, he went on to hurt somebody else. And then after that, I found myself, you know, interested later on. And I never really thought about it until recently that I kind of was interested in sex, but I thought sex was love. So I did become kind of interested in it. I became kind of promiscuous as I became in my teenage years. And it's not the best thing to be. It's not the best way to feel, because a lot of it was hurt and thinking I was loved through it, but I wasn't loved through it at all. I mean, went one relationship, went to the next thinking I was loved, until Derek, uh, that's when I realized that it was kind of love. And, um, and a lot of other things, like, relationship to relationship not going right because I was always trying to please somebody else I thought I had to change myself to be that perfect girlfriend in the relationship that I didn't even know what I wanted it's almost like pretty woman when she was you know even though she was prostituting and then she found the guy he tried to uh, make her realize who she was because she was so busy always pleasing everybody else through being a prostitute that she didn't know what she liked and then he introduced her to liking eggs, liking this, liking that. And then she had to check it out and see. I think it was also on Runaway Bride. She played in both, and she played this role of kind of trying to find herself. And I think that's what we're all trying to do at some point. We're trying to find ourselves through every situation, through every relationship that we come across. And when I say relation, I want you guys to definitely understand that I'm not talking about consistently boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, You know, I'm talking about even relationships we have with our friends, relationships we have with our family members, relationships we have in church, community members, all that, those are still relationships. And the way that we approach each and every relationship is different, but it's also from experience. We react and we listen and we do things off of past experiences. And in the midst of my experiences, I forgot to love me, trying to please everybody. I could not figure out what I wanted for me. Like I kind of knew in the back of my mind, but it was always put on the back burner. I made myself last. How many of you out there do that? I know there's plenty of you people. I know there's plenty of you out there that probably make yourself last in situations, in relationships, for your children, for. but how can we nourish them and help them if we don't even know who we are. So now we're giving them our leftovers. We're giving them our sloppy seconds. We're we're feeding these people our do not knows, our misunderstandings, which leads to our giving them our angers, our butts to kiss, the I don't care, when we actually do care. And these are the people who actually do care about us that we're doing this to, when we should be doing it to the ones that we obviously see don't really care but we're so busy trying to please that we're losing ourselves I know this word is for somebody out there there has to be someone more than just me I know it and then we have you know the ones who do love themselves but then they still be in the midst of the storms and they they love other people and they're giving everything and all and then all of a sudden it's that trigger that light goes off like oh my gosh and you find those people letting go of friends, letting go and saying I could be without this family member, letting go because now they're, they're, they're realizing it and they're angry and they're letting go of people. Those still are incidents of, I forgot about me. I wasn't processing my thoughts. I wasn't processing who I was at that time. God made me to be great. He didn't make me to be Treat it bad he didn't make me to walk this earth unhappy he didn't make me to walk this earth angry or mad at people and bitter at people and then you're feeling like I'm grabbing that energy from you I'm walking this earth like this because you're angry and bitter and you need to find yourself so that's someone else who needs help but now that energy is feeding off on you don't lose yourself for someone else's negative energy because there's plenty of people that will do that. Whether y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all heard Misery Loves Company. Those are those angry, bitter, controlling people who don't know what they want for themselves. They done been through something, didn't seek help. And now I'm gonna push this off on you. You're gonna get some of this because I'm angry, but I ain't realizing it. I don't wanna seek help. Come on. Hurt people hurt people. I've said it tons of times in my my messages, but this one I'm very passionate about because I've been there and I realized You know, I'm growing into this thing, y'all. You know, podcasting is just something I felt like I needed to do. I felt like I was gifted to do. I felt like I was tasked to do because it's a way of me helping somebody else through my own story. I've been through a lot. Not only did I go through the child molestation, not only did I get sexually assaulted by my own uncle, not only did my cousins when I was growing up play sex games where they wanted to touch and feel on each other it was crazy and they thought it was funny and it was like we couldn't tell nobody it was just doing it and then when I have the time one time I felt uncomfortable with it and I stepped out they kicked me out the room so I don't know what happened after that but it was what it was and it was very uncomfortable and then not only you know did I give myself my virginity up at an early age because I was searching for what that thing that my mother calls searching for something and that something was a true love, a true family, somebody who actually cared about me the way I deserved to because I was abused at such an early age. And I thought that love was through sex and it was not. It is not. Don't be out there selling yourself short, ladies. Don't be out there selling yourself short, men because you deserve so much more. Do not lose yourself in the process of trying to love someone else. It's that serious. That person has to learn to love their self first. They know themselves, If they worship themselves, that they being the kings and queens that they actually are. They will love you without question. You will feel the love and you don't have to change anything about yourself to give it. You don't have to be questioning Did I do this right? Am I tiptoeing around this house on pins and needles to try to satisfy and please you? Because you're just going to do what you need. You're able to be yourself and that person will accept you as yourself and for who you are, where you are. And even for those relationships that seem so toxic, you feel like you're walking around. You're walking around trying to find love and you're You're breaking your bond of marriage. You're breaking your bond of relationship with the person that you supposedly love because they're mistreating you. They're mistreating you. So now you're out here looking for it somewhere else. And they want to throw that back on you, but they ain't looking at the fact that they might've cheated on you three, four, five times. And now you feel like you just need someone to talk to because you forgot yourself. And it takes somebody else to come in your life and show you that you are worthy. You are enough. You are... You are more than a conqueror. You are a king, or you are a queen, and God has said so. And it took me 45 going back to church, learning who I am. Last year at um, XL Church, which was Kingdom Builder um, here in Cummins, Georgia, they changed my life. And I just got to be real about that. Shout out to Pastor Pastor K. Francis Smith and First Lady. You guys are amazing. Um, shout out to my best friend Marcenee and uh, Kristen Kinder who brought me into the light that light of change whether good or bad they saw something in me that needed to be healed I was struggling y'all I had a stroke at the age of 40 it's not worth it I don't even know what really caused it they said it was a dissection of the artery in my neck carotid shot to my brain in my sleep but I was also stressed I was stressed over a relationship wondering what what was going on with my marriage, wondering why I'm so angry, wondering why I'm not being loved, wondering why if I'm married, that you are not standing by my side right here, right now and nurturing this relationship. That's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. And this is just truth, being transparent, because I know there's somebody else out there going through it. You're trying to figure out, should I stay in this thing and make it work? You're constantly fighting for it or you're letting go and still letting the person back in because you are loving so much that you're forgetting who you are and what you want. You haven't figured yourself out yet, but you're trying to nurture someone else's. You're trying to figure somebody else out. It's not worth it. It's not. We have to let go and let God take over and do what he needs to do in that relationship. Learn yourself. Start studying for yourself. Start changing yourself. Start being who he has called you to be and figure out that out first. and Everything else will fall in line. And I had to learn that from my friends taking me and then they molded me and telling me, you're going to come out of this shell. You're going to be who he called you to be because I see something in you. They saw something in me that I didn't see in myself because I forgot to love me. I forgot who I was. And that's all I've done almost all my life. I, had, like, I don't know if I mentioned, I think I mentioned on my last cast last um, week that um, I was on. I'm trying to do mentorship, trying to learn how to speak more, how to speak at a higher level, how to be an influencer. So I've been taking a bunch of mentor classes and things online. And um, one of the ladies that I spoke to who was amazing, um, I was talking to her. She asked me, she said, Darlene. If you was to become this wealthy person, if you had all this money, if we could build you up to be this person on this platform, on this standard, what would you do with it? I said, well, I would take care of this. I would give to the community. I would help with the home, maybe build a home shelter, maybe build a domestic thing. I would give to my kids and make sure that they are taken care of for college and you know things of that nature. And she said, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I didn't ask all that. What I'm asking you is... What would you do for yourself? Because I'm listening to you, she said, and I'm hearing everything for everybody else. But what would Darlene do for Darlene? How many of you out there have have even thought about that? Have you ever even thought about that? Have you asked yourself that when it comes to things? Now, we're supposed to help and nourish the community. I feel that way. I've learned that from serving. And I love to serve, it's, it's a joy for me. I get amped up, I'm excited, I run around like I don't have a care in the world, I'm just happy, smiling, and a tons of energy when I'm serving people, when I'm helping somebody, when I'm giving to someone I don't even know. It brings me so much joy, because it's who I am. It's who I am. But at the same time, this woman asked me about myself and I said, "I don't know. I really don't know. So I'm asking you if you was to get to a place that you feel like you should be, you want to be, what is that? What does that look like? What does that look like for you? And are you even in the picture when you when you visualize it? are you in the picture? Are you loving yourself or are you thinking about everybody else and haven't even thought about yourself? Now, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but at the same time, like I said, how can I help other people? How can I service other people if I'm not loving myself, if I don't know what I want for myself, I don't know where I'm going, which way is up or down, right or left. You know, because I feel like I'm walking myself in circles. I'm on a roller coaster ride, sickening roller coaster ride, up and down, up and down, side to side, and it's big old de loops. I'm getting sick and I'm trying to figure out how to get off but you're constantly riding that wave, that wave that you we call love. It's a love wave. It's a love triangle, cycle, whatever you might want to call it. I think it's a circle. It's not a triangle, but it's something that you consistently go from one angle to the next angle to the next angle, and you can't figure out how to stop going around that angle. You need to find that radius. I don't know. But when she asked me that, it really put me into forethought. And it really made me process some things in my life. And I'm hoping with me asking you this same question or making you think about it out there for someone that is helping you process this thing in your life. Because it's very, very important. It's necessary. It's necessary to move forward. It's very necessary. A lot of times the things that happen in our lives, these traumas, they shake us. They shake us up for a purpose. And they they make us realize new things that help us in the future. And I believe that every incident, every trauma, every relationship that I should that I have come upon through my forty five, getting ready to go on forty six years, has made me a better person because I learned something from each each and every incident, each and every person. And I challenge you to do the same. Understand and don't be angry. Don't be upset with the people that are mistreating you or mist. Start saying to yourself. What have I learned from this? What am I learning from this? God, show me what you're trying to tell me through this situation. And then make the change. But make sure you're making a change um, for your better good, because that's what he expects from us. He He is there for us. Everything is for the good of us. Each and every one of us, not one or two of us. But he said all. So that includes you out there. Whether you think it is or it isn't, it does and it is. It includes you. It does not disqualify you for because of your your mistakes or your, it doesn't disqualify you because you didn't do this or that. Just come back to it. Know that there is a time and place that you're going to come back for it. You're going to come back to your, your roots. You're going to come back to because I did. I was angry for a long time after my, after my stroke. I thought that God did this to me and I want to know why. And I was wanting to know, I was finally at the peak of my life where I was, I thought I was understanding myself. I thought I was doing all the right things, but I realized I wasn't. I realized I wasn't giving him his time. I didn't really know who he was yes I got up every day and I said thank you Lord yes I walked up and I smiled and I tried to do my acts of kindness with people I tried to service the community I tried to service the teenagers and the um, youth in the schools that I worked in I was track coach I was a police officer I was serving but what did that do for God I didn't have a relationship with him and I feel at this point in time after Getting out of that rut, after getting out of that darkness, I realized that I had to give time to him. and He sat me down for a reason because I was just running myself ragged and it had no purpose. It had a purpose, but the purpose wasn't geared around him. You see what I'm saying? I didn't have a relationship with him. So I'm praying out there to with you today and I'm telling you today, build that relationship with him, realize that all our strength, all our successes, all our grace, all the mercy, everything comes through him. You're not doing anything on your own. None of it has to do with you. It comes from him. And there's people that are walking around thinking that they succeeded everything on their own. Y'all know y'all ain't in positions of your own. You noticed some of the things you didn't deserve. And the funny thing is that this is on my agenda for today. And my pastor talks about the similar thing this morning. And I shared that. I shared it on uh, my Facebook page. I shared his live and it was just, it was amazing um, that it kind of tied in a little bit with my topic today. So I'm hoping you hear me loud and clear. I'm hoping you realize that there is so much more out there. Um, for you once you know you everything else will fall in line the right people will come in your circle you don't need everybody in your circle we don't we don't need to have a whole entourage in our circle because when trouble starts because you can't see the dark from the light and believe you me there is darkness out there there's light in people But some of the people decide and they choose the dark. So we just got to be able to see that for ourselves because it's real. Good, evil, whatever you want to call it. It's out there and it's in people. It catches on to people. And we just got to be able to see that. But find our own joy and our own happiness for ourselves. And I promise you, you'll see it fall in line with your children with your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, your family members, they'll see such light in you that either they will step up to the plate and be and walk by your side and understand who you are, where you are, or they will step out your way. They will totally get out the picture. They're going to move. They don't move. God will remove them for you. And I surely believe that. And I'm hoping that this, like I said, I feel like this message is for someone out there and know that I, I love you and I do this for you. I do this for the people. I do this for God because I feel like I'm on assignment to do this. You know? So I, I, I stretch, you know, I extend the stretch and extent of your mind. I would want you to stretch your mind. To strengthen and build it. Build a foundation for yourself and for your mind of who you are, truth, transparency, and health. Be honest with yourself so that the, the enemy can't creep in and change who you are. Or, you know, the people who think that you are less than them, or the people who think they're better than you, or the people who think that, oh, you're doing so well and they're coming in to shut you down mentally, which then destroys you physically they'll step out your way. They'll know and they'll see who you are and they cannot they cannot infiltrate who you are. I've allowed it for years. There's other people out there right now allowing that to happen. They're changing their whole lives for other people. Now, if it's in a good way, that's understandable. If it's worth it, you know what I'm saying? Some marriages, some situations, some relationships, some of the bad is worth it because then you're working together. But when you're working, when they're working against you and working against your good and you have no support and no love in it, Oh, it's time to let that one go, baby. That one is not for you. And I feel like when we see that and we know that we know to let it go. So that you can be what God has for you. And who is, you know, who he wants you to be. It takes exercise and work to develop these things. It does. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna take time and it's it's a process. But work the process. You're gonna have some days where you're maybe upset, you're still depressed, you're angry about things, but work it through it. Work right on through it. There's days I'm not saying it because I, I go through it. There are days i am sitting, there and I'm processing all this, and I'll be like, What the heck? Why is this happening? You know, and I'll be like, Oh, I it's okay. God got me. You know, you gotta remind yourself of the positive get that negative out of your head because the enemy always tries to put that little thought in there and that one thought could become something big so you want to make sure that you know who you are and where you come from and that you are god that you that someone has your back and if no one else around you you're surrounding, you're sm- your surrounding your smut your sister circle whatever is there at the time then look to god go just go sit in a corner in a quiet place and, and pray and talk to him because i am be honest with y'all, I shoot this podcast from my closet because why? This is my peaceful place. It's real quiet in here. And, and it's serene, you know, because it's just a small space that I could just be one, if not with myself, with him. So know that you cannot be upset with self, with yourself because of this situation. I I, I would be just done if I was upset with myself because of all my failures, all my broken relationships, um, having a kid at 21. Being molested and being raped at such young ages, um, having to be forced to have an abortion at a young age, things of that nature, you know, by my parents, I would be so done, but I still find a way to love outside of all of it because I deserve it. I deserve it. I know I deserve to be loved. I deserve bigger and better. And I'm working on that. And you can do the same thing. You deserve the same thing. And know that it's coming. Know that it's coming. It's right there in the midst of our of our grab. Just reach out for it. Reach out for what you deserve, and that's a sane mind, a happy spirit, a happy, a happy you, a forgiving you, a loving you. All that because we deserve that. It takes work. So rein yourself in. Rein your mind back in. Rein your heart back in and shut it down to set it towards a more positive goal a more positive thing and it, then it would allow you to show up in purpose you will find your purpose you will found you will find your your drive you will find your inspiration you will find the love that of your life you will find the love that is necessary you will find peace within yourself you will find and just say affirmation, say positive things to yourself every day because you deserve it. You know who you are. Because I am blessed. I am beautiful. I am enough. I deserve things. I am a child of God. I am love. I am peace. I am light. I am hope. I am transformation. I am all these things. And so are you. So are you. With even all the loss, the grief, the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, the mistakes, Everything you are still worthy. So that's basically all I really wanted to say for today. You know, forget me to love you, but don't forget yourself to love somebody else. But it has happened. And that's what our you know, that's where it never happened birth from, because we always be in denial about what is not happening. But it's really going down. It is going down in our lives and we're in denial about it. But I'm here to bring some light to it and understand that even with the it never happened or the the trauma or the things that we go through, there is still light. We can come out of it. We just got to fight for it and we got to understand it and we got to believe it and then move towards it. So I am your girl, Darlene Shantae of it never happened and seek help. Get the things you deserve and the things you need take control of your life counseling is not the end all counseling just helps you it's a tool on your belt when you're angry and you're upset and you're sad depressed mad you might be going through uh, ptsd you might have an illness and you're trying to figure out why this is happening to you like myself you you might have um death wear of a loved one like i did with my father passing last year my ex-husband, my children's father dying last year. My sister-in-law died in the same time last year. Then I felt the same thing of the loss of my stepfather uh, moving on out of a relationship with my mom without notice. A lot has happened, a lot has taken place, but I find it in my heart to still find joy and peace somewhere in the midst of all that storm. I have to tell myself it's gonna be okay. So I'm telling you, it's gonna be okay. So please, um. Check me out on my other platforms. Um, email me if you like at inh for it never talk at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on IG or Facebook. It is it never happened. Then, once again, it's it never happened. And I'm on Twitter as well under Darlene Shantae, because that's who I am. I am Darlene Shantae of It Never Happened. And I love you all. I wish you peace and blessings on this Sunday. I hope you have a wonderful week, a wonderful month um, for July. Um, be safe on the 4th of July. Stay safe. COVID is still out there. It's still real. Wear your mask. Um, just be careful. It's a new day, a new time. And it's, it's a new norm for us. Adjust to it. Relate to it. And, and you know, save your life and someone else's at the same time. Peace and love, many blessings, have a great day.